Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. We are going to the Champions League. My name is Adam. I'm here with the use. What's up, guys? We just got a win against Real Batiste. 2-1. Fatimania. It was not the best of games. No. We can totally be honest about that. And, you know, we had an interesting lineup. Uh, not really interesting, but instead of having Aubameyang coming in and starting the game, which he has been, we had Dubai starting up in front with Ferran Torres and uh, Dembele. And, then and the mid- you know, uh-huh. we had... Depay on the left wing again. Yes. And I think against mm-hmm. uh, Mallorca in our last game that we won 2-1, people were fairly happy with how Depay looked as that left wing. And sure. I was glad to see Xavi try it again because, like we mentioned in the, our pre-match video, and, the, you know, there's a lot of questions about who's going to remain, right? Because don't forget, Braithwaite, Luke de Jong, Traore, Depay, mm-hmm. um, Obama Yang. There's some, there's some pieces up front, Dembele included, who, you know, we're still kind of waiting to see where the the team and, and his agent kind of match on a price. And there's a lot of moving parts here that we have to really decide in the next, what, we have three three more games, I think, left in La Liga, and we have to decide who we're going to keep. And so I was glad to see Depay get that chance on the left wing. And then Ferran Torres, <laughs> not the best game, although our whole team in that first half really was kind of uh, absent, right? And you look at our midfield who just had no control and Batiste were kind of running around us. And I was I was certain as that first half went on that Batiste were going to score in this game. It was just a matter of whether we could or not. And what's kind of interesting is that we, end up, we ended up having to sub out that entire front three, putting in Traore, Aubameyang, and Fati in place of... Um, Dembele, Torres, and Depay to finally get some goals. And sure. I think what's going to be most assuring to us is that Anzu Fati scored, right? He finally had his first goal since coming back from his most recent injury. And, you know, there's there's some talk and there's some, uh, I think, attempts to make sh- attempts by the board and the, you know, Catalan media to, to have fans kind of temper their expectations of who's coming this summer. And that we keep hearing that Anzu Fati might be our best signing this summer, quote unquote, which just means, you know, having him healthy and coming back and performing. And, you know, he put in a goal today and he just has that knack for goal that, Almost no player on our team seems to routinely have, and I just hope we get to see him healthy along with Pedri and, you know, the rest of the team. Yeah, but I find it slightly ridiculous that we had to take out our whole front three to make anything happen during this game because the first half was atrocious. Couldn't get the ball anywhere. They were uh, taking shots on us left and right. I, I only think of maybe one or two opportunities we had. I mean, shout out to Neto for doing a great job in the goalie in place of Stegen. And he's got like no time this season. So definitely a good job by him. But overall, you know, we were struggling. Um, I'm happy that Fati came in and scored that goal because, you know, he only had a limited playtime against Mallorca coming off as a sub, same as this game. And he was re- really able to, I think it was his second touch on the ball with that he scored that. And really, really big shout out to Jordi Alba for making wonderful that wonderful goal. final goal uh-huh. with that assist from Danny Alves. And it's not the only time we've seen Jordi Alba score this season. And he's had some clutch goals. And I think one of the things I've been hammering on for the last four to eight weeks here ever since basically the international break when our performances have gone downhill is you know seeing Jordi Alba less involved in offense is when I feel like we get issues because Mm -hmm. without him making runs without him trying to connect with some of our forwards I feel like that's when we see a more stagnant Barca and so to see him put in the goal and uh you know, just throughout the game, I thought he was more involved than he has been is, is what I want to see. And again, an assist from Danny Alves on that last goal was was just felt so right. It's kind of crazy that that Danny Alves to Jordi Alba connection could have happened like seven years ago and it's still happening today, which is maybe a little bit emblematic <laughs> of the problem we've had in revitalizing the squad. But sure. 
you know, I, I, I think we leave this game with just the happiness that we made the Champions League, right? Yeah. Like when we do reaction videos after every game, it can be so easy to just be critical and be upset when, when we were seeing such great performances in February and March to what we're seeing now. But hey, the team has come a long way, right? I think sure. I saw a stat since Javi has been the coach. We're basically... Uh, compared to Real Madrid, we have one less win and one more draw in La Liga, which is just terrific, right? With this young team who is under a manager for the first time. And, uh, you know, I think we just need to really close out the season and just have next season start new. That's what we need, sure. right? Like if we're on a clean slate and we have a full 38 games in La Liga, I don't think there's another team that's going to beat us next season, hopefully. Um, well, but I, we have a lot of work to do, though. And, you know, a lot of these young players need development. You can see it on the pitch today, their frustration, the way they move around the ball, the way they slowly move the ball up forward, right? We had Gavi, Busquets, and Frankie Dijon who were really struggling the whole game. Um, we can't – it could be attributed to partial tiredness and just disconnect overall. But next season, I don't know if that's going to completely just have a one, uh, 180 and flip well, around. We'll right? have Pedri, right? Yeah, that's, that's the true. big thing is that that's we're getting true. back – in my eyes, one of the top five midfielders in the world. Um, and then, you know, what's interesting is you speak of the midfield is kind of how you see adjustments Javi made at halftime because you see Frankie De Jong in that first half just looking almost useless, right? Very yeah. little connectivity, some awful passes, some runs that weren't very good. And then in the second half, you see him all of a sudden being more free up front, running, making runs to connect with crosses on the ball and just providing more of a threat. And so I think that's going to be probably the best the best thing for us right now is just have the season end we've guaranteed champions league it's looking good for top two in la liga and then have a full summer where javi can kind of coach the players and have them learn one of the interesting facts about 2022 is that the world cup this season will be in the winter which sure. means and it kind of sucks as a fan because i love those summer world cups but it does mean that javi will have more time with his players right to kind of drill in tactics he won't have them going away to, to work with the dutch national team or spanish national team or french national team for you know two months here he'll have more of a chance to coach them and make sure that they're getting instilled the uh the tactics he wants to employ next season and that's going to be very good for us yeah i mean in due time right it is a long road we still have coming into the end of the season we have a few games coming up against getafe celta vigo right and those will be still a little difficult for us and we're i think we're Five points ahead of Sevilla, sitting sitting in second place. We do still have to fight this for the Supercopa, and I do want that just for $6 million, I think it was, just yeah. for getting into it. And we could use that money in the summer, right? Um, I, it, well, yeah. I yeah. mean, you look at it, there's some reports today that like Christensen from Chelsea mm -hmm. has signed with us. But then you see other reports that say, hey, if we don't get second in La Liga in that Supercopa money, and if the CVC deal doesn't come through, the signings that we have agreed to might not work out. And sure. so you're right, like every penny we can save or earn in the next few weeks, which is basically just getting top two in La Liga, is going to be huge for us. And so, you know, I'm curious how things develop. I think, we you know, we, we're going to try and ramp up our videos this summer so there will be more transfer rumor news that we talk about. But I'm going to be hoping to see a left back and a right back come in to at least back up Jordi Alba and Sergio sure. Dest if Dest stays. I want to see another center back because I'm not entirely convinced <laughs> that Eric Garcia is the guy who can be a week in week out starter for us. Um, so yeah, I mean, besides the fact that, you know, we come away with a late victory, were there any other takeaways from this game that you think are important? I, I have one. Uh -huh. Ricky Pooch, right? Ricky Pooch <laughs> made an appearance for the first sure. time in quite a while. And yeah. even though he has the classic Ricky Pooch issue of needing to bulk up and be able to, like, you know, compete with some of these more um, physical uh -huh. athletes on the other teams, 
uh, he had a, a solid performance. I saw him dribbling some passes that were incisive, and I saw him overall put in a performance much better than I've seen him for the rest of the season, even as sparingly as Xavi has used him. Yeah, I mean, it is very interesting that he finally chose to play him in a game. I think we, he put him in when we were 1-1, which mm-hmm. is an odd choice for a random point to have that happen. But I don't know if this is necessarily a takeaway, but we definitely need to move our idea of sh- uh, shifting to the, going to the wings and just trying to cross in and or at least reinforce the fact that Ferran Torres or Aubameyang or Depay, whoever's in that middle uh, spot is pushing forward to receive those crosses from Dembele or, or Alba, whoever's crossing it in, because it just seems like if you're not if you're not going to give that leading pass to Dembele in open space where yeah. he can run and break, that if he's going <laughs> to cross it, you need to give him something to work with because yeah. it so many times the ball just comes over, no one's there, nothing happens, play is dead. What's Ferran Torres' fifty-five million dollars worth if he's not? doing those kinds of things and he's playing in the center in this game right we had well to, yeah i mean yeah. i think overall Ferran Torres in the center is probably not where i like him the best i like him on the left but sure. then again on zufati are we going to play him as a nine or as a winger yeah. and then you know what's going to be the future of dembele and i think like you said if we do retain dembele which i am hopeful that we do uh we need to use his speed more right like sure. w- like we use it in terms of, okay, he gets one-on-ones on that right side and tries to dribble past you know that their, their opposing back and then cross it in. But I don't think that's what his speed is most useful for. No. Right? We need to I get agree. him on a counter or on some sort of run where he has you know not a congested defense in the box who can snuff out any of his crosses. And I think that's where we're going to see more success. And I, I hope as we get into next season, we see a little bit more counterattacking football and a little bit more of an ability to move quickly and have... Uh, you know, our, our players who are good at dribbling, Ferran Torres is quick and he's also good at dribbling as well as Dembele. And I hope to see that used more next season uh, because it, it's gotten a little bit predictable, right? Like, sure. you know, whether you want to say the international break and Pedri's injury are the main cause of us slowing down in the last, you know, four to eight weeks, that that's partially right. But at the same time, there are coaches who have been studying Xavi and how we did so well against Real Madrid and how we did so well uh, over, you know, in the, the early spring and winter of this season. And I think we're going to need to change things up a little bit because if we get too predictable and we can only play one stagnant style, uh, you know, d- defenses will learn how to, to snuff us out. Yeah. I mean, it's easy, right? You you see them play the same thing week in and week out. You played them in the earlier in the season. Um, some of these teams didn't because it was before Javi showed up. But mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. Um, we need to go back to the drawing board and get something going. Because, we need to be dynamic. Yeah, 100%. And I with mean, that, yeah. thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. We'll see you guys very shortly. A week from today, Yus and I will be in Madrid for the Getafe Barca Let's game. Let's go. So we will see you then. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys.